1: Hey everybody, it's our second hour as we roll all the way till three o'clock today. Had a great conversation with Gary Ryma at UNI. Now we're going to turn our attention to the east side of the state and say hello to Steve Batterson, Quad City Times. It's always good when Steve takes time to come on the show with us. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Steve, good afternoon, man.
2: Hey, good afternoon.
1: Uh, let's start first because my partner, Trent, uh, has had almost a coronary <laughs> over the, over the home non-conference schedule for Iowa basketball. Quite frankly, I don't blame him. And I'm just curious where you sit, uh, with those games that they are actually attempting to charge money for Hawk fans to go see.
2: Well, uh, they're kind of a necessary evil, I guess, more than anything else. I, you know, I, I personally, I, I would like to see the four teams within the state continue to play each other, home and home. But that's that's that ship, I'm afraid, is sailed. But uh, you know, instead, you're you're getting anybody with the direction or or a uh, you know an, an Alabama State uh, situation. Uh, um, you know, they are what they are, um, and, and I you know I think. I think going into this year, there was probably more uncertainty within in the Big Ten, and, and you see this in a lot of schedules across the conference. Uh, with those two Big Ten games moving into that first weekend of December, right on the heels of the Big Ten ACC Challenge, I, I think the impact of that was uh, – and the teams were even less willing to go out and try to find somebody else to play because, in some ways, they were probably afraid to a degree of who they might get stuck with on you know on December first or second or or fourth or something like that. And um, you know, as it turned out, Iowa has a home game with Penn State and then a road game against Indiana. So uh, you know, those are certainly going to be some challenges. I mean, that Iowa, the Indiana game comes three nights before a road trip to Iowa State. So. Uh, you know the Hawks are going to have their hands full with some of that stuff, and uh, as will everybody else in the conference. But uh, yeah, the, the November diet of of, uh, uh, of lightweights is is certainly there. Uh, and you're right; it, it's a little um, for fans. Uh, I think it gets a little frustrating, and, and and that's why there's kind of a push to to up the uh, you know up the conference schedule to to 20 games. Uh, to to force a couple of more matchups that people might be a little more uh, enticed to to lay out some decent money to go see.
3: You know, it's something that continually has happened for Iowa. They found themselves on the bubble last year. One of the negatives against them, even with road victories at the end of the year against Wisconsin, against Maryland, was the non-conference strength of schedule. You go back when they uh, got in for the first time under Fran McCaffrey, same kind of schedule that they had this year. This has been... A continued issue, even with the good games that they have on there. Two road games this year with Virginia Tech and with Iowa State. A chance to play Cincinnati in the Cayman Islands Classic. That has a chance to be a, certainly a top-20 team that they'd be seeing there in the championship game. Uh, the other games that are in there are all well and good, but you keep coming back to the bye games. Just how bad these teams are have you ever been able to get Fran to say why they have this number? Everybody has buy games, Steve, but why they continue to have this many bad bye games?
2: Yeah, it's been a trend. There's no doubt about that. And I think he feels like that the strength of schedule is strong enough within the Big Ten that it should be able to carry them. Uh, you know, and what we've seen, you know, you put yourself at risk. Uh, you know, when you lose that game against Omaha, like they did last year. Uh, you know, it it really impacts things in in March, uh, you know, more so than you would ever hope. And and uh, uh, yeah, there is an easy solution, and that's go play somebody. But you, it, in part, you have to find somebody that's willing one to play you. Uh, usually, that's going to take a home and home type situation. Um, and uh, you know, Fran has been unwilling to do that, and and uh, I, I think he feels like there there is more value to to being able to play at home, but. Uh, you know we we talked in the past about you the trick to it all is, is you want to be playing teams that are in that 150 to to 200 to 225 kind of range mm-hmm. you know last year uh they ended up with way too many teams that were at 275 or higher on, in terms of the RPI and and you know that just kills you in march and and uh, uh it puts them in a situation which uh, you know they may find themselves in again this year uh Uh, You know, if you don't win enough games in the Big Ten, if you kind of find your way into that kind of bubble area, uh, you put yourself at risk.
1: We're having a great conversation with Steve Batterson, Quad City Times, on the Draft House 50 hotline. All right, Steve, they went across the pond, played like uh, teams that were comprised of me, Trent, and yourself, and Luca Garza just tears it up. Uh, scores like 22 points in like three minutes, and uh, I, I look. You can't you can't really do any judgments off of that trip, but I believe this. I think Garza is the one guy who is going to be better from the get-go than a lot of people thought. I think a lot of attention was on Nunji. but I have a feeling it's going to be Garza who's going to really be the cornerstone, at least at the beginning of the season, down low until other teams start to figure out what he really does.
4: He
2: certainly showed some consistency over those four games and you know, and that was encouraging. And, and as you pointed out, I mean that one team it looked like from some, some things we saw that, you know, they were sending a guy that looked like Danny DeVito out on the court. I mean it was it was uh it was not high level competition. Uh yeah. but it was uh uh, you know, it's it certainly. I think, you know, from his perspective, uh, you know, I, I think Garza is shown that he can continue to to come out and give it night after night. Um, he may be a little bit ahead of, of Nenji at, at this point, and you know, it's not uncommon for big guys to kind of develop at different paces, and, and some of them are much slower than others to develop. But you know, I, I, there's certainly you know reason to be encouraged based on what we've seen. Not only. Uh, during that trip, but also during the primetime league, which, you know, again, defense is merely a concept. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think from what we've seen of the kid so far, uh, you know, he certainly is going to be in a position where he can come in and, and uh, you know, make an impact early in his career. And I think that's a good thing because Iowa certainly can use some help, in, you know, inside. And Fran certainly is going to have a lot of bodies to kind of rotate through there. There's no question about that, too. But, uh um uh, yeah, that, you know, nothing but positive reviews uh, on what we saw from, from uh, Luca Garza on, on the trip to uh, to Italy. And, you know, it looked like they were having a pretty good time on the boats in Venice, too. So, uh, what mm-hmm. the heck, yeah. a nice way to spend it in August.
3: No no doubt about that. Steve Batterson from the Quad Quantity- <laughs> City Times joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. All right, Steve, uh, from basketball, let's talk, jump into some football as we get ready for kickoff. Just two weeks away next friday that's when usually we have the unveiling of the depth chart of the two deep that comes out that friday so uh we're a week away from that is it a foregone conclusion it'll be nathan stanley at the top of the quarterback list of the two deep or is that battle still going on in your estimation
2: tonight is the biggest night of his fall camp iowa has a scrimmage tonight and uh, uh kirk has uh, you know said from the get-go that what transpires on the field tonight will uh, uh, go a long way in determining whether it is uh, Nathan Stanley or, or if it's Tyler and, uh, You know, from all accounts, it, it's been kind of back and forth uh, throughout the fall. Uh, certainly Stanley was uh, performed at a little higher level than what Weakers did last Saturday when we had a chance to, to watch him at uh, the kids' day uh, practice. Uh, you know, not hard to get too much of a measure out of something like that, but, uh, you know, he was a little more consistent uh, than, than what Weakers was. Um, in, in talking with players after that, and then in Kirk's comments as well, uh, um, they pretty much confirmed that. But they also kind of said that it's been, it has been fairly even. And, and Kirk uh, alluded to that this week's practice work would be uh, uh, a significant factor, along with whatever transpires tonight uh, uh, on the turf over in Iowa City at, at the practice facility. It's uh, uh, where that scrimmage is taking place, and it, it will be an interesting thing to see how it does play out because, uh, you know, certainly I think that they've found some things to like in both quarterbacks, and I think they've seen probably some areas of concern in both guys. And, um, you know, if Nathan can prove to them that he is uh, he is ready to kind of handle the offense, to to be that uh, comfortable leader uh, back there, then he's probably going to be the guy coming out of the shoot if uh If there's still some question in the coach's mind that he's that he's ready for that challenge, then I think it may, may end up uh, uh you know that may tip the scales in weakers direction but uh uh you know ultimately it's going to come down to game performance against wyoming and and uh, whoever starts it they may not be the same guy that's starting when uh, uh you know when when the bus leaves for nebraska in november
1: uh you're right about that there's no question steve good good point on that um on the running backs. Uh, What is your take right now with Butler and Wadley, and how do you think they are going to be used?
2: Well, I want to throw Torn Young into that mix, too. Torn Young has had, from all accounts, has had a really good fall. And, uh, you know, certainly I think that, you know, Wadley is going to be the starter. Uh, James Butler brings some some, uh, real ability to the position as well. And, you know, he kind of gives you more of that physical uh, uh, LaShun Daniels kind of... uh, uh look uh, out of the position um i i think it will allow uh, uh iowa to kind of spread wildly out uh, wide uh, on occasion i think we i would not be stunned to see that and and i think we're going to see a little bit torn young because i think the one thing that uh, uh they that the situation they don't want to get into is uh having two uh two senior backs and, and uh, finding themselves in a position without much experience at all heading into to next season but you know uh, torn is is also a physical back of a good sized kid and um i, I think what you're going to see is probably butler and young uh, uh share some some time and uh, uh certainly Wadley will be the kind of the you know the bell cow there but uh, uh you know and, and i think the fact that he's put on uh, you know, a good seven eight pounds since last year. I think is probably going to help him a, a little bit too in terms of being a little more effective in in different situations. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And I, you know, I, I think given the inexperience that Iowa has at receiver, the fact that they've got three running backs that they can really probably count on is is probably a good thing.
3: So the wide receiver position continues to be that question mark you talk about. If you had to put your chips in the middle after Vandenberg. Who's going to be the second leading receiver? Is it Quarles? Is it one of the freshmen? Could it be Devontae Young who looked good again uh, in the practice last Saturday? Who's the guy that you'd say keeping the tight ends out of it? I'm not giving you that, that out there, Steve. Who's second in wide receiver catches this year for the Hawkeyes?
2: Yeah, thanks. I, I, I would definitely <laughs> head towards the tight end, uh, you know, and, and, because certainly you know Noah Font and, and, and T.J. Hawkinson looked good last weekend too on mm-hmm. a couple of receptions. So uh, there, there are there is some ability in that area that is going to factor into things. But you know, I, I think one we haven't seen enough yet of Matt Quarles to know if he, you know, where he's going to fit in, and. I, kind of pointed out you know there's going to be some catching up that he's going to have to do and you know he may not be that number two guy uh or number three option even in in september uh, but by the time october rolls around maybe he will work himself up to that position he's got a lot to, to learn stepping in uh, you know fairly late and and uh you know really just getting out on the field this week for the first time in, in, in any sort of uh, any sort of role. But, you uh, know, he's obviously a bright kid, and I think he's going to factor into it. But I, I do like Devontae Young and, and what we've seen from him uh, uh, just in the minimal glimpses that we've had this fall. and and uh, But in discussions with, with players, they, they seem to indicate that that's kind of carrying over from other practices, too. So, you know, it may be a situation where, you know, maybe he's ready to contribute. And uh, if so, that's probably a good thing for Iowa. I think that's uh, that's not bad, and and Nick Easley, who didn't uh, uh, do anything last Saturday when we were there, the junior college transfer out of Iowa Western and and, and from Newton, um, I, I think has uh, positioned himself well in the minds of the coaches too, too, to to get some looks early on, and I think he's certainly capable too. So there's the uh, the a pack. multiple answer to, uh, to a one-answer question, <laughs> I know. but uh, <laughs> I, I guess, that was uh, good, though. You know, if I had to pin it down to one guy, I'm going to go with Nick Easley right now just because I think he's probably a little more experienced in the, in the set. And, and I think that, uh, um, you know, but look look out for uh, Devonta Young and uh, and Quarles to be coming up strong on the outside as it near that yeah. finish line.
1: I feel like we just went to uh, a horse racing track as uh, Steve was uh, making the call as they came down the backstretch. I I do have a question for you, though, about the schedule, Steve. And the past couple of seasons, Iowa caught breaks. uh, Schedule not as difficult as a lot of the other teams in the Big Ten had. That is going to change, though, when we start playing this uh, fall. Where are you on this schedule, and have you thought about? We always do kind of like a a win loss. Are where are you on that right now?
2: Yeah, uh, it is. I mean, there's no question that the that schedule is is certainly has a little more bite to it than what we've seen the last couple of years. And you know, particularly early when, it, which is a time of the season when Iowa traditionally has kind of uh, you know not been at its best. And um uh, you know, I, I think those those first two big ten games with Penn State coming into Iowa City with a with a you know, a very veteran team, uh that's a little scary. Um I, I think the road trip to Michigan State the following week, even even the you know, even with the issues that Michigan State has had, um, you know, that's never been an easy place for Iowa to win. But uh, um, you know, I, I think September's gonna be a key month to it all. Um you know, certainly I think the non conference schedule with, with Iowa State on the road and, and with the, you know, Wyoming team that certainly has a, a terrific quarterback, uh, they're, they're lacking experience at, at the receiver position, it's not unlike Iowa. And, and they have some defensive questions as well. But, um, you know, I, I think if Iowa can get through that, that non conference schedule at, at 2 and 1 um, at, at worst, um, you know, and find a way to win one of those first two Big Ten games. Uh, you know, then I think they can position themselves for like a seven-win season. I guess that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, just too many questions with this Iowa team right now to to really bite on on a number bigger than that at this point. Um, I, I think that uh, you know the potential certainly is there, but potential doesn't always translate into victories, and, and so we'll have to wait and see how that how things play out. But I think September, as much as any time in in Kirk's tenure, I think September is going to be huge this year.
3: As a whole, where do you think the expectations are for the fan base? Kind of in that level, you know, solid year, seven and five, eight and four, or do you hear more and more people thinking bigger than that out there?
2: Well, you know, I, I think you know, I think people. This is one of those teams. I don't think the expectations are, are tremendously high for, um, and, and you see that reflected, I think, in a lot of the preseason publications. And you know, I was kind of all over the map on those things, anywhere from you know, second to fifth in, in the West, and, um, you know, I, it's one of those things that I think that, you know, this season could twist and turn on a lot of different games, and, um, you know, I think there's a curiosity out there about how good this Iowa team can be. Um, uh, history tells us that when expectations are, are fairly low, like they are this year, that, that uh, you know, the Hawkeyes are very capable of, of proving a surprise, and, uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't rule that out. Uh, but, uh, again, I think it's something that's going to have to be proven. And, and, you know, the tone will be set with, you know, whatever transpires here over the first few weeks of the season. If, if, you know, they were somehow to get through, um, you know, September uh, at, at 4-1 and or, or 5-0, and uh, you know, uh, expectations would be through the roof again all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, this is a team that's going to be uh, – uh, it's going to need production from its quarterback. It's going to need production from its receivers. Um, certainly, the line, the offensive line looks good, but they must, you know, they must do a better job of protecting the quarterback than what they did a year ago. And, and they certainly have a stable of good running backs. If the line and the running backs can carry Iowa's offense until the quarterback and the receivers can kind of get on that same page, I think the Hawkeyes have a chance to be a pretty good football team. I think this is going to be a pretty good Iowa defense. They're not going to give up a ton of points, um, and, and I think that's probably. Uh, going to have to be the strength, and they're going to have to lean on that early on, especially. But, uh, if they're able to do that, I think the, uh, the opportunities are out there for Iowa to have a nice year. So,
1: we'll let you go on this one then. So, you see the Iowa offense pretty run heavy, try to run time off the clock, shorten the game, and let the defense do its job?
2: I, I think that's initially where it starts. Um, I, 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 I think that, uh, uh, out of the gate, uh, until the offense can kind of, uh, you know, for better lack of a better term, you know, get its legs under it, uh, particularly at the receiver and quarterback positions. I think Iowa will probably tend to be, uh, a little more conservative than, uh, than, uh, rolling the dice compared to maybe what we've seen in the past. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, some of it's going to come down to, uh, um, you know, is Iowa able to, to, you know, move the ball and how effectively are they going to be able to move the ball in different ways through the air? Uh, you know, how, how how much can they use the tight ends and how much can they use a Wadley or James Butler in the passing game and how effective can they be in doing that, uh, at least until, you know, Vandenberg has some, some complementary pieces out there in the passing game. And, and once it develops, it'll be interesting to see how good this Iowa offense can be come because there are certainly some talented pieces there it's just a matter of them all fitting together
3: steve batterson with the quad city Times. steve as always appreciate your time thanks for joining us football season right around the corner goes too fast that summer every year
2: it's here yeah ready or not so yeah some high school teams <laughs> already yeah, a couple games out this way uh, last night actually so uh, it'll be uh, it's here whether we're ready or not, and and a big night tonight in Iowa City for a lot of players. You know, even some of those guys who are kind of competing for time and, uh, at the at the two and the three positions on the depth chart, and, and some of those true freshmen that we factor in. We saw a lot of good young kids on the field last weekend for Iowa, and uh, you know that bodes well for the future. But uh, uh, you know, and certainly uh, for some people like AJ uh, you know that future is going to be sooner rather than later.
3: Good stuff, Steve. Thanks for your time today. You bet. Take care. Steve Batterson, Quad City Times, on the Draft House 50 Hotline on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jimmy B., you want to make a return trip to
1: the Condon Casino? Oh, I'd love to do that. I, I had so many people comment on that little segment that we did yesterday, including Brent who wanted to know if he want, if he could get a VIP pass to the Condon Casino.
3: Well, I don't know about VIP for Brent. We'll have to see about nope. that one. I'll, okay, I'll okay in, fair enough. But that's it. And <laughs> I have one of uh, your favorite things with some odds. Fake wrestling. There are real live odds out there. We'll talk about wow. that on a trek to the Condon Casino. Some and talk next on Jimmy B and TC. 1700
0: KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey,
3: it's Trey Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did.
1: reliable reliable towing
0: whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer practice makes you well can make you perfect willow creek golf course is a great place to do just that their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better there's lots of room grass tees and even a practice green call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com that's willowgolf.com willow creek golf course on southeast willow creek a message from the american migraine foundation
6: it's an absolute nightmare
2: there's pain that does not stop i
0: feel trapped by migraine migraine is a disabling disease
7: i feel like i'm dying you feel like the world's closing in on you there's nothing you can do
8: it's like you're trapped in your head there's no escaping it you can't leave your body
0: don't suffer alone Make your move against migraine. Visit AmericanMigraineFoundation.org to find help, learn more, and get connected.
6: 96 elephants are killed every day in Africa for their ivory. That's 35,000 a year. With your support, more poachers can be caught. With your voice, we can inspire more countries to ban ivory sales and reduce demand elephants.org and join more than a million people dedicated to saving Africa's elephants protect their home
9: See
3: you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B and TC for Draft House Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty-seven big-screen TVs for
1: great viewing of any game: football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis—you name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it—even cricket.
0: Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC.
3: All right, we're going to make a return trip to the Condon Casino. Jimmy B, he's got his chips in hand. He is ready to fire. But before we get to that, Jimmy B, we've got a little special yep. guest here on the line with us, Cyclone Jerry checking in on the Draft House 50 hotline. Jerry, good afternoon. Then how are you
4: doing there?
3: We're doing good. What's happening in the world of Cyclone Jerry? Getting ready for football, I bet.
4: Yeah. Going out tonight. The uh, gridiron club gets to see him. This is the third time that I've got to see him. And there's a lot of interesting things going on. And uh, uh, it looks good. Like I was telling T.C., uh, 1460 is a little golf year because they worry about their beer. They worry about the some lady who's got her arm in and her swing. And they talk like 15 minutes to There's only one station in Moyne, Iowa, and it's Jimmy V and E.C. That a boy. Huh? <laughs>
1: we're going to hire, Jerry, we're going to hire you as our public relations firm, okay?
4: <laughs> hey, by God, we would make money. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and we're gonna make sure that when you walk in your uh, little place, that that seven seven comes in your hand and walks you to your table and pulls the chair out and treats you like a
3: gentleman. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Jerry's got to figure it out. He he knows you well. He does. He knows you yeah. well. He got to have that seven and seven ready. And always good to hear from cyclo Jerry. Well. We got a a little college football here for you, Jimmy B, as it's time to take a run into the Condon Casino. You got your chips? You ready?
1: Uh, Are you giving me $100 like yesterday?
3: I am going to give you another $100. We got some over-unders here. The ambient music of the casino is up and running. So let's start with some numbers we've talked about. Really all summer long, the over-under, regular season wins, for the hawkeyes and the cyclones i'm looking at them currently iowa is listed now at seven over under seven is the Uh,
1: number if you go i'm going
3: okay yeah i'm gonna
1: take i'm gonna take i'm gonna take 35 bucks Uh and i'm going to play the under seven
3: going under so you see this as a six and six or worse team boy can
1: you imagine if they don't even get bowl eligible this year Oh, uh, Trent! It'll be—they'll be hell to pay. People will be screaming and and absolutely going nuts. It, it'll be—it'll be crazy. And I—I I mean, I get it. I—I I mean, I understand it. But you know what's—I—I can't—I can't understand with the quarterback situation not settled with the wide receivers. I'm not really sure, aside from the running game, how they're going to put points on the board. That's. I mean, if they got to score 27 points to win a game, I don't know if they can do that yet.
3: Well, And that's the scary thing about those first two games of the year, Wyoming and Iowa State. And Wyoming, we talked about the quarterback, Allen, and what he can do. They got some skill positions that they need to get up there, and they struggle defensively. But in a shootout, is Iowa going to be able to do that? And and are they going to be able to get past Wyoming and Iowa State, those two games, if they're just putting an eight in the box and saying, hey, let's play some big boy football, If the other team is scoring in both those games, and both those teams, I think, have an ability to score certainly could be a scary proposition. Let's jump over to the Cyclones. Numbers have been out there. We saw 5.5. We saw 4.5. Kind of been back and forth. Pretty much everywhere I look, though, it's back at 4.5, Jimmy B. At that number, where are you going
1: with the Cyclones over under? Uh, I'm going to take another $35, and I'm going to take the over. Over over
3: four and a half so they're getting five out of the schedule here does that mean that they're beating Iowa at home does that mean they're beating Texas at home does it mean they're beating both of those teams at home because I think to get to even five they have to win at least one of those two
1: games I agree with you 100 percent. And the key will be they have to be at least Trent two and one in the non-conference. At least if they go three and zero oh in non-conference, then I would even feel much better about my selection of over four and a half. But I I believe that they have the skill positions with terrific talent. I think they could put points on the board, and I think there'll be one or two games where if they get into a run and gun, they might have a chance to win one or two of those just with the offensive weapons that they have. We
3: finish up here at another trek to the Conda casino, Jimmy B, with uh, our friends at Bovada. They have odds for your favorite fake sport, the WWE.
1: Odds on something that is scripted. How dumb is that? Uh, I find that hilarious, but... If they've got it, let's go for it because I still got 30 bucks left. Well, I am uh, going through here. I am not seeing the Ultimate Warrior.
3: I'm not seeing Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> I don't know these guys' names. Uh, the, the WWE Championship is between Jinder Mahal and Shinsuke Nakayamura. Huh? Yeah. You yeah, know those guys. That's it.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: Mahal yeah. is plus 300, Nakamura is minus 500. You betting on that?
1: Um no, I'm not I'm not taking that one. There's too many strange things that could happen in that match. No, I'm not going there.
3: All right. Well how about for the Universal Championship. What the hell is the Universal Championship, Jimmy B? Uh
1: that's a very good question. It's a belt that says Universal Champion on it. That's all I know about it.
3: <laughs> uh, you're you're playing dumb. I know you're sitting every Monday night watching this garbage. All right. Brock Lesnar the favorite, minus three hundred. Roman Reigns is plus two eighty. Samoa Joe, he's plus 950, and Braun Strowman is plus 1,200. I've heard of Brock Lesnar the other guys,
1: I have no idea. Where are you putting your money, Jimmy B? Well, I know why you've heard of Brock Lesnar, because he was one of the very last cuts uh, for the Minnesota Vikings when he quit the WWE and said, I'm going to go play professional football. One of the last cuts that they had for the Vikings when he did that a few years back. I'm going to stay with the current champion. I'm going to lay $10 on Brock Lesnar to uh, maintain the championship belt. Brock Lesnar. That's where Jimmy B is
3: going. I knew him well before the Vikings. I knew him because I watched him walk into Carver Hawkeye Arena. This uh, guy that was all muffled up and go in there and pin... Blessing. That's how I know him. From real wrestling, not that fake garbage you like. He, he was sensational as a college wrestler. Unbelievable. With that, the Cotton Casino is closed for another day, Jimmy B. We'll see how you do. You're under on the Hawkeyes, over on the Cyclones, and you're betting on Brock Lesnar. Not a whole lot of return laying 300 there on your 20 bucks.
1: No, not not a lot. There's no question about that. But I, I see them, the way that it is scripted, I think it would be shameful if they took that title away from Lesnar. Oh, Jimmy B, still loving the fake wrestling. We'll get back into some real sports
3: coming up on the other side as we will go out and talk to the Kansas City Chiefs voice, Mitch Holtis, getting ready for a trek in Cincinnati. He's there right now, and he joins us next on the Big Talker 1700.
0: The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG.
3: Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio.
5: American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck. They have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Topper's new location at the fair, just south of the Varied Industries building.
6: Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. A
8: tool called name your price. Get a grip on your spending like an industrial vice. It's nice. Beats rolling the dice. I prefer brown rice. Don't carry dumbbells when you walk on thin ice.
6: Get insurance based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, price and coverage match limited by state law.
8: JCPenney's Power Penny Days are back, just in time for back to school. Find basics for the family, like select men's underwear or women's bras. Buy one, get one for a penny. Plus, select kids' socks and underwear or girls' bras. Buy one, get one 50% off. And get your coupon on the JCPenney app for an extra 15% off. Hurry, sale ends Sunday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon validate 17 to 820 on select items in-store and at jcp.com. Buy one item at regular price. Get the second item at equal or less value for one cent. Must be same category of merchandise. All supplies last. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Life's never perfect, but as Realtors, we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference. Imagine watching your toddler vomit all over the hardwood floors when you almost settled for carpet. Screaming loudly into a pillow in that private first floor master. Finding the mudroom covered in what you hope is mud, and remembering why you wanted a mudroom. So get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor.
7: It's that time of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports.
3: Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, air-offs
7: Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing, here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. We roll till 3 o'clock today. Um, it's always fun when we get a chance to talk with Mitch Holtus, longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. They are uh, in uh, Cincinnati getting ready for their uh, next uh, preseason game, which Mitch always likes to have me say. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Mitch, hello, pal. How was the flight?
10: Actually, it was very good. I'm just now stumbling around downtown Cincinnati trying to get my bearings straight. So Cincinnati Bearcats, Xavier Musketeers, Bengals Reds, Gosh, what else? Uh we were in Kentucky, you know, you fly into Kentucky, the bridge and traffic was screwed up, so we went like traveling through the back roads of Kentucky to find a bridge to cross and now we're here in Cincinnati.
1: <laughs> it's always it's always funny when you have to uh kind of stumble around and there's like perennial construction on that bridge, on that free on that freeway. So it's yeah, there it's is. difficult if, yeah, if you can't if you can't get from northern Kentucky where the airport is across the bridge into downtown Cincinnati, it makes for a long day, pal. So I'm glad you were successful finding another bridge.
10: Well, we had a little recon. We didn't use Uber, but we found another uh, scout, that gets across, uh, bridge, uh, <laughs> scout to get us across the bridge to, as other Ohioans call it. And I know we got Cincinnati people listening, so <laughs> here they come. But they call it River Tucky but uh, it's interesting how Cincinnati seems very different than the rest of the state of Ohio, and it does seem a lot more like Kentucky than Ohio.
3: Well, uh, as you get ready for this game, a lot of eyes are going to be on not just the starting quarterback but the new number two with Patrick Mahomes. Game plan-wise, what expected to see out of this? Uh, Have you got anything definitive on on how things are going to shake out with the first couple quarterbacks?
10: Uh, Well, they're going to – I mean, I really think Alex – the template is for Alex to play the entire first half with the first team offensive line. Mm-hmm. But Andy also gives himself the latitude to switch that I-, I could see Alex playing two or three series and then giving Mahomes maybe the last series of a second quarter and then wrap it around the half and maybe some time with a number one offensive line. I know it's not sexy to talk about offensive linemen, but to me, it's one of the big stories of this game. The chiefs, first team offensive line is still in flux with left guard being in play. The second group was woeful against San Francisco and you want to keep Mahomes on his feet so he can make plays and not run for his life. In uh, Cincinnati, and you know this for years has had you know a reputation of being a physical defensive front. That has not changed mm-hmm. in 2017. So I don't know. I just would guess Alex would get in theory, all the first half, I would say most of it, but I wouldn't be stunned if Mahomes got to play like the last series, a two-minute drill at the end of the second quarter and then into the third, and then Bray will clean up. But we won't see Joel Stabby in this game.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, now that you've talked about the guys that are going to play, what about the guys that are not? Are there any big-name players that are going to sit this one out because they're dinged up a little bit?
10: The two biggest. Tomahali hasn't practiced yet at all in St. Joe, and some of that's he's a veteran. Some of that's some injury rehab. You know, the story that's, I guess, being close uh, watch close, close watchly here or watch closely. Sorry, downtown Cincinnati um, <laughs> is Eric Barry. So we had 15 yeah. main practice sessions in St. Joe. Eric had the first eight, and then because of a heel injury, missed the last seven. He'll be held out of this game, too, but then next week on our reports, it's going to be interesting to see if he can jump back into the fray because, as I told you, when this game ends, this is the last game of setting the foundation for the entire season. Now, starting Sunday morning, it will be thinking more about the Patriots in September the 7th.
3: So you mentioned offensive line and still an unsettled spot there over at the left guard position. Uh, depth is always such an important part of the struggles of the second team line. Who would be the guys that you look at? Is there a guy that's a swing guy, a guy that can play, you know, a couple different positions in there, both guard and tackle or even help out in the middle at center? Is the, the depth as they continue to build that? Who would be the next in line after you talk about what they're battling for at the left guard position?
10: Well, the swing guys honestly are a necessity. It's not a luxury and you'll keep eight offensive linemen minimum. You'll have seven active on any Sunday. Zach Fulton for the Chiefs is a starter. Basically, they feel like Andy Reid told me, he goes, we've got six starters. We have our five and then Zach Fulton. Fulton, this week in camp, this week, played all five line positions. Hmm. Center, wow. tackle, and guard in all five, left and right. Uh, so he's set. They don't worry about him. It's the next two. Now, Parker Anger could come back from injury next week. But then the next one, you're going, wait a minute, you're going eight deep. Well, that, that guy usually plays during the season because of injuries. So, perfect world trend. You ask a great question. You need a tackle who can play swing tackle right and left, or you can also play guard. And then you need a guard-center combination. Uh, because this isn't, I mean, the Hawkeyes could play with two full offensive lines or the Cyclones. NFL, you only play seven in a game. So those two subs have got to be able to do all of it. The guy that's me most interesting, and he's going to be a focal point of our broadcast tomorrow, is Ja Reed. He started nine of the 10-game winning streak in 2015 at right tackle. Last year, he filled in. Right now, he is so-called the swing tackle. If Fisher or Mitchell Schwartz on the first team would go down, he would be the one that could play left or right on the depth chart. But I'll be honest with you, He's been a, he's had a disappointing camp. He was not good against San Francisco. And if he doesn't play better tomorrow night against this defensive front of Cincinnati, which is good, too deep, mm-hmm. then the Chiefs may start to look outside the fort to find that person because it's way too important to have that swing tackle as a backup.
1: What do you expect, Mitch, out of Cincinnati when they play their frontline starters matched up against the Chiefs frontline starters? Do you expect Andy Dalton to sling it around a little bit or do you expect them to stay pretty much conservative since it is just the second preseason game?
10: I looked at it last year and they missed the playoffs and they haven't won a playoff game since what? Nineteen ninety. But this is a talented team. I would expect them to treat it like a regular season game in that they've got players like A.J. Green. They've got Tyler Eifert to tie it in as a stud. I think tomorrow night they're going to feature Joe Mixon. Now, I know he's a lightning rod from the situations he had off the field at the University of Oklahoma, and the video came out from 2014. And people right. can make their own judgment and they can find it. I'm not going to go into detail on it. From a football standpoint, though, Mixon – is right there. They need to find out the Bengals do what they have in him. They think they have a star. They think they have a Tyreek Hill-type player like the Chiefs have, uh, just playing running back exclusively. I think the Chiefs are going to have to deal with a lot of Mixon tomorrow night, and that could be a challenge because Mixon, as an athlete, is potentially a Pro Bowl-type running back.
3: A lot of depth there at that position for the Bengals who – the Kansas City Chiefs will see in preseason game number two, Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard yep. still there, and as the aforementioned Mixon. Uh, looking at the other side defensively, Cincinnati out there running the 4-3, uh, going up against this squad, some talented players on the defensive side. A pretty big uh, impact to see what Alex Smith and company can do against this D.
10: Yeah, because they're underrated in the secondary. I mean, Pac-Man Jones, I don't know if he'll play tomorrow night, but he's still got some juice. Mm-hmm. You look at that secondary, and there's still some very good players back there. And the front seven has always been nasty to block. Now, they're getting long in two. One of the more interesting guys that we will focus on in our broadcast tomorrow night is a Kansas City kid. He played at Rockhurst High School and was an All-American at K-State. And many Chiefs Kingdom fans were hoping the Chiefs would take him in the second round, but the Chiefs took Tano Passagno, and that's Jordan Willis. Willis kind of, if you think about the Bengals teams down through the years, they've always had the big physical nasty front seven, particularly a defensive end or outside linebacker. Kind of a, they hate the Steelers here, but kind of Steeler-like. Hard to block in that 4-3. Jordan Willis fits that mode for them. Uh, Plus, in the fourth round, they took another guy, too, that fits that mold. So I think these guys are going to be hard to block. It'll be a real challenge for every chief that goes on the field to try to handle them.
1: Mitch Holt, this is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Um, I'll let you run on this. They are known at least on their defense. They've got some dirty players. That's the only way to label that. Vontez Berfick uh, being the leader of that so called dirty player crew. Is that a topic of conversation with in the camp or does that not even come up, Mitch?
10: No, not a, it doesn't come up, but that might be a subtle conversation. Now you said it I didn't, but that's you know, that's been their reputation. Uh, and that's why I'm saying there's, I, I, here's the way it comes up, Jimmy. Hey, these Go guys ahead. are physical. If you're not ready to play against this team, even in the preseason, you better be ready to have your physical game together or you could get embarrassed. And if you get embarrassed and if you're at the cut line, you can get cut. That's your message here. And hopefully that message will resonate.
3: Good stuff, hey bitch. Enjoy Cincinnati. Stay away from that skyline, chick. Uh, Chilly out there. They got Papa John's pizza in Cincinnati, right?
10: Yeah, but they don't have Donaldson's Papa John's pizza of Iowa, right? <laughs> but I brought it along. They let me a food okay. commercial. They let me get it through uh, Homeland Security. I am presenting it today in ten minutes here in downtown. Cincinnati in exchange so that I don't have to eat Skyline chili or be offered it. I'm not a fan, sorry, folks, not a fan of Skyline chili. Any chili that's white and tastes like cinnamon is not chili to me.
1: (laughs) Mitch, thank you, Mitch. Have a good call, pal. We'll have Mitch uh, right here on 1700. Thanks, Mitch. See you. He comes to us, of course, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Mitch, not a lover of the Skyline chili, you can tell. Do you like it, Jimmy B.? It's only okay to me. It's just so-so. I, I'm sure it's an acquired taste. Yeah. Um, you know, i like anything else. Are you a sushi guy?
3: No, gross. That's disgusting.
1: Absolutely oh. not. No. Man, no. I'm, yeah. S- yeah. Sushi. Sushi to me is bait. So I, I'm the same way with Skyline Chili. It's got. It's got to be an acquired taste. That's it. Well, if you're looking for somebody somewhere to go over the weekend
3: with good food, leaving the soul cup. Stop over to Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway. And right now, Jim, I'm going to give away a free beer for our fantasy Let's football go. contest. Let's do it right now. 264-1700. Dial it up right now. We'll get you involved in our fantasy football contest. You think you can beat me? I think you can beat Nick out there? We got great prizes lined up for you. 515-264-1700. Just by qualifying for our fantasy league with the draft coming up on Wednesday, September 6th, you get yourself a free pint of beer. From Draft House 50. 515 264 1700. Coming up next hour, Seth Gruen will join us. We'll talk baseball with him. The Cubs underway. We'll keep an update there. The Solheim Cup. We'll talk some football with Andrew Garda at 225. Again, 515 264 1700. Fantasy Football League. Get involved and get a free pint of beer from Draft House 50. Back with more here in a moment.
0: 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
10: we're a roofing
1: machine.
5: Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com.
8: You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit, compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to GEICO than saving you money. GEICO also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the GEICO app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips.
3: Minions? More smoky mesquite.
6: Geico.
10: Expect great savings and a whole lot more.
6: You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T A K L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app. That connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register. And you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com.
5: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you
3: 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football.
5: Tyree Hill takes it at the 5.
2: San
7: Diego
9: didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes! He's at the 25-30! They blocked the putter! The cheat is
0: gone! It can't get to him! Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary! 10-5! Touchdown! kansas city
3: the voice of the kansas city chiefs mitch holtis joins me trent condon and jim brinson every day at 140 for the chiefs training camp report right here on your home for the chiefs 1700 kbgg
8: life's never perfect but as realtors we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference imagine watching your toddler vomit all over the hardwood floors when you almost settled for carpet Screaming loudly into a pillow in that private first floor master. Finding the mudroom covered in what you hope is mud and remembering why you wanted a mudroom. So get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association.
0: 1700 KBGG, Des Moines.